Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining Jewish Stories and More. It's very important during this time of war in Eretz Yisrael that all of us do whatever we can to help in the war effort. And that includes, of course, learning Torah, doing mitzvot, of course, davening for the safety of every single Jewish person, for the success of the soldiers and their safety, and everything that all other Jewish people need. What people don't only always realize is the very, very hard job that the women of the house are doing. Often the man of the house is off in the army or the reserves, leaving the woman to do many, many things that the husband usually helps with, including taking care of the children, if that's the age of the family that we're talking about. But when we do our part over here, if we are not in Eretz Yisrael, and we are doing our part to try to do extra learning and davening and mitzvahs and getting other people to do all of these things, then this definitely helps the Jews in Eretz Yisrael, spiritually as well as physically, actually affecting their safety as well. So in today's story, we have an amazing story, actually. It took place in Eretz Yisrael in 1994, which was actually 30 years ago, almost 30 years ago. What happened was that there was a family driving their car from Beitar in Eretz Yisrael to Beit Shemesh in Eretz Yisrael. <clears throat> the husband, the Yoram, was driving. The wife, Ilana, was sitting, sitting next to him in the passenger, front passenger seat. And she was holding a book of chitas. What is chitas? Chitas is made of the, the word chitas is actually a word in the Chumash. It means actually fear. And the context of the word in Hebrew is that we should not be afraid. Should not be afraid. And the word chitas is made up of three letters. As an abbreviation of ches, tough, and saf. And it stands for chumish, tehillim, and tanya. In other words, as an abbreviation word, as an acrostic, as it's called, a word made up of letters that stand for different words, it stands for chumish, tehillim, and tanya. And it became popular through the fact that the Lubavitcher Rebbe, Menachem Mendel Snirson, encouraged people to have this book or three separate books, Chumash, Tillam, and Tanya, whether they're three separate books or they're together in one book, um, in their car, so that when they travel, they have the extra protection of the schus of these three books. Quite often it's published together with also a siddur in the back, as well as a sefer called Hayom Yom, which is a book made up of small from the Rebbe, one for each day of the year. In any case, along with these books of Chumash, Tillam, and Tanya, the Rebbe and the Siddur, the Rebbe also encouraged that every car should also have a pushka, because a pushka is also a mitzvah object. Therefore, it also protects, especially staka itself, as the Gemara said, Sadaka Matzamamavis. So in any case, this family was traveling, and the wife happened to be holding this safer. 
The car was traveling on a winding road. There was a wooded hillside on the right and a deep valley to the left. Suddenly, on a sharp curve, our car came from the opposite direction and swerved into their lane. Yoram's heart began to beat very, very quickly because it seemed as if there was going to be a crash. At the last moment, Yoram managed to steer the car sharply to the right towards the hillside. But unfortunately, the brakes suddenly failed. They did not stop the car. He lost control of the car. It went wildly to the left side, and it plunged over the side of the road into the valley below. Now today, said Ilana, there's a guardrail there to protect cars from doing exactly what their car did. But at that time, there was no protection. There was nothing to stop the car from dropping straight into the valley while actually flipping over several times. I don't know exactly, but it sounds like it was a drop of maybe 30, 40 feet. I'm not sure exactly. So there wasn't anything to stop the car from going into the valley, and it flipped over a few times, and it seemed that it fell right onto an olive tree. And it was very, very amazing because the olive tree actually softened the fall of the car. Ilana remembers how she was thinking at that time. She thought, we're all going to die. But then suddenly she thought, no, I shouldn't think that. Because our Chacham tell us that even if a sharp sword is on your neck, do not give up hope of Hashem helping, of the mercy of Hashem. So she tried to recall a few words of prayer in those very, very difficult seconds. And she tried to say some, some words. The car continued down, scraping, bumping along rocks and along different bushes and trees until it finally came to the bottom of the ravine, the bottom of the little valley, right on top of this olive tree with its outstretched limbs. And so therefore it landed pretty softly. The first one to make a sound was the four-year-old little girl named Simcha. She did not seem to be disturbed by the fact that the car was lying upside down. And in fact, she thought it was pretty funny. But where were the boys? Ilana looked out the window and saw them both lying on the ground. She wanted to quickly go to them to see how they were doing. But the car's doors were stuck closed. Their only way out was to crawl into the trunk of the car, which had popped open from the force of the collision. And there was an opening between the back seats out to the trunk. Ilana and Yoram seemed both to be okay. They went out. They brought Simcha behind them. She seemed to also be okay. Everybody was, of course, shaken up a, a lot, or those who understood what happened, although Simcha was actually giggling. She was thinking it was just a nice adventure, four years old. Their older son was a little distance from the car, he had a little scratch on his forehead. The second son was lying face down, but 
he was okay. Only Chasi, their 11-month-old baby, was missing. Where is she? Ilana's heart began to beat frantically. Chasi, Chasi, you're on the baby, where is she? Suddenly came a voice from up on the road. Ma'am, don't worry. I have the baby. Everything's fine. She heard a voice calling from the road. Ilana stared up towards the road at the source of the voice. At the edge of the road, she saw a man standing, holding a baby. Chasi had somehow never gone down into the valley, into the ravine. She'd somehow been thrown from the car before it fell off the road. But who was this man? Ilana was sure this must be a malach, an angel of Hashem. Who else could have been standing (laughs) in the middle of a highway to catch an infant thrown from a vehicle? Ilana was trembling. The relief she felt was dizzying, but they were alive. Baruch Hashem. Every one of them healthy and well, no injuries. Baruch Hashem, her husband, herself, the children. A big nace. Of course, the car was a wreck. Soon there were sirens, police, rescue vehicles came racing to the area. The paramedics, the people from the ambulance services, ran down into the valley, but they only needed to help the family get up to the road. They were fine. They were shaking after the terrible experience. They needed some support, but besides that, they were completely unharmed. Once they got back to the road, one of the rescuers handed Ilana her infant, Kasi. The baby was completely calm, not understanding at all the dangers that she had been through. The police officer who investigated the the crash found it hard to believe that all of the passengers had survived. Unbelievably said, such a severe crash, no injuries, no worse than injuries. Of course, Ilana believes that the family was protected and the merit and the schus of the chitas, of the book of Chumash, Tilim, and Tanya, which she was holding. Because she, because she did what the Rebbe asked to make sure the travelers keep a book of chitas with them, and perhaps also the tzedakah box, she felt that that actually brought them the schus that she and her family are alive and well today. Thank you very much for joining Jewish Stories and more. And because we are in a war, and it's a very serious war, we are working very hard to eliminate our enemies in Gaza, and this way protecting many lives. Unfortunately, there are casualties in the war. There are soldiers that have been hurt. There have been soldiers that have been killed. Not to mention hundreds of soldiers that were killed before as well as hundreds of civilians, well over 1,300, 1,400,000 people killed so far, 5,000 injured, 200 captured. It's a very, very serious war. But our participation in the war effort is also very, very serious. So whatever you can do, whatever you can tell others to do to help in the war effort through learning extra Torah, doing extra mitzvahs, 
davening extra, very, very important to daven extra, saying Tehillim, or even in your own words, depending on how you feel about it. And in this way, certainly Hashem will help us. Hashem will certainly give us a great, great victory, a miraculous victory, and make Eretz Yisrael safe for a long time. And the Geula should come immediately. Thank you so much for joining Jewish Stories and more.